the following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello everybody, Dave Canyon here. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? I'm feeling pretty dumb. How about you? That's fantastic. Smart enough to answer the question in the appropriate way. I like that about my audience. Dave Canyon here, dumbing it down with Dave. The fastest podcast on earth. Pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. And we'll do some searching today. We're going to go back in time to uh, episode 136 and kind of go through, as long as I don't screw up uh, the uh, Spreaker Studio recording app, you know, you, you hit a button and then, you know, with fat fingers, next thing you know, you stop the recording like I did the other day and you're 22 minutes into a 30 minute show. And Spreaker now, the studio app, the Spreaker Studio app, you can uh, edit part of the show, but it's really only like the trim. Trim the beginning, trim the end, or like you're just cutting. But as far as I know, there's no adding. Like I can't just go back and restart. That would be really great. You know, like those moments where I screw up the, uh, the eight G's. At the end, it'd be really great if I could just like, you know, edit, you know, cut it off and then hit the record button and then pick up where I left off. That would be really great. That would be like a real recording studio, I guess. But so we don't have that. Anyway, um, welcome to the show, folks. Uh, I think this is going to be like episode 142 at this point. And um, I like doing this as far as going back into the shows, previous shows and reading the listeners comments. First of all, I, I preach engagement. I'm saying engagement. I want to engage. I want to engage. But if you guys, you know, just post uh, comments and I don't respond to them, then I'm not doing my part to engage. And um, I think I made it clear in episode 141, I think it was, that uh, there, is, there really is no, like, tiered, T-I-E-R-E-D, like Facebook. Um, I'm not even sure if they call it tiered. But, you're like, you know, if... Uh, somebody uh, leaves a comment that I could just click like on that specific comment and or reply to that specific comment. So it's kind of like first come, first first come, first serve in the Spreaker comment section where it's just, you know, one box after another, one Spreaker box, comment box after another, bang, bang, bang. So you can't really, you know, I would have to be dear so-and-so in response to the comment that you left you know, earlier on in this thread, whatever, uh, this is what I have to say. And I don't like that so much. I could do it if I had to, but I don't like it so much. So I'm going to, uh, much better than that, I will just reply in my, in the way that I, I usually uh, do a podcast. I'm going to speak to it. I'm going to speak to it. Anyway, and uh, I just want you guys to know that I know, and I've said this a couple of episodes ago, I know that there's a lot happening in the world. And I never seem to get to that, you know. Some of you enjoy the fact that this is not a political show. Some of you might be uh, wanting it or being open-minded to being a more political show, but you haven't said anything out of politeness, or you just kind of enjoy my uh, usual, you know, rambunctious, uh, you know, rantings. Uh, you know, uh, I should call it rantbunctions. So I'm rantbunctious. Um, but I do want to talk about those things. Uh, once again, I've said this before. I'm not an expert on anything. I don't know enough about anything really I barely know enough about me and I talk about me and I'm always saying I don't know 
the first person to admit, I don't know. I wish more people would admit they don't know. You know who should admit, this is a perfect lead-in. You know who should admit to knowing that they don't know? Almost every presidential candidate that ever existed. Especially the, the 150 that are vying for the Democratic nom- uh, nomination for president. Uh, they should all admit that they don't know. None of them know. I watched the first one. I didn't watch the second one. I was at work. I thought I didn't know it was on the radio. I probably could have listened to it as I was driving. That probably would have been horrible. Because uh, the first one almost gave me like a bit of a headache. Because it was just a gutless... Okay, before I go criticizing, once again, I know nothing about politics. One. Two. I do not have a horse in this race. Or a dog in this race. Or any food in the bowl. Or a tool in the shed. Or whatever you want to call it. I have nothing. I, I, After President Trump was elected back in 2016, I started a thing, for those of you that weren't here, I started a thing called um, the Trump Count-Up. Instead of a countdown, I was counting up. And it was how many days would go by in the Trump uh, camp- in a campaign, you know, his uh, candidacy, or, you know, his, his presidential administration, before anything would affect me. And I think eventually uh, something happened, you know, he uh, passed the bill and, you know, supposedly my checks got bigger. But I never verified that my checks got bigger. So as far as I'm concerned, we're still, you know, 730, maybe 830, 900 and some odd days. However many days we're into this this, um, um, administration that my life hasn't really changed at all. Not because of the president, one way or the other. As far as I know, that's me admitting that, hey, I don't know. And this is a bit of a theme for this show. To admit, hey, I don't really know. Um, so, I just go to work. I come home. I go to sleep. I eat. I try to exercise. You know, I do my thing. When I hear about all this going back and forth, back and forth, I sometimes I wonder, what is everybody talking about? What do you... What, why aren't people preaching hard work? Why aren't people preaching accountability and responsibility? Well, I watched the first debates a couple days ago, and it was gutless. So, yeah, that, that's why I broke off into the whole thing about the Trump being elected in 2016. It was... I, I have no horse in this race. It's not like, oh, Dave's a pro-Trumper. Listen... I'm a pro Dave. I'm a pro my family. I'm a pro, you know, my job because I want them to stay in business. Although they seem to do a lot of things to to make that not happen. Uh, so I just want you guys to know. I I can see how you could say, Dave. You know, you know, you do lean to the right. You know, Dave. You do sort of have. Yeah, I know. Listen, I lean to the truth. That's where I lean. Let's make that very clear. I don't lean in any direction except I move forward to the truth. And I am the first to admit I don't always know what the truth is. But there is a definitive truth. And I would say, and I want to take that back. I don't want to say. I I am saying 99% of the truths that the American people are looking for. 99% uh, of 
the solutions to our problems are just people working hard to take care of yourself and doing the right thing. If people would just do that, you wouldn't care what the president does or does not do. You wouldn't care what your governor does and does not do. You wouldn't care what your mayor does and does not do. Because you would just be taking personal responsibility. And if I don't know how many people are in the United States. I'm assuming a couple of billion, hundred million. I don't know. I think New York has like 30 million. I, I don't really know the numbers. I'm sorry. I don't know the numbers. But I'll say this. Can you imagine the energy if everybody collectively just started doing the right thing? And what is the right thing, Dave? Well, how can you really debate health care? And I heard some of the most gutless and uh, the most ridiculous, uninspired answers to questions, solutions to problems. I, I heard like nothing that I, it was all garbage. You'll never, ever, ever hear hear a candidate nowadays. Maybe back then you might, you know, back in the day you might have. But when is anybody going to say, "Listen, I don't really know the answer to the healthcare problem. I have a solution I put forward. I put they all they all say I put together this bill or whatever. I you know I I have this motion in progress. Whatever they all have the plan." You know, that they've unveiled in their website or whatever. But none of them will say, I don't really know. That's a hard question. This is a hard problem to solve. Because there's hundreds of millions, maybe billions of people in the United States. How do you really, really figure out health care for everybody? How is that even remotely possible? We all come from such different, not only backgrounds, I don't know if that makes a difference, but we're in different locations of the United States. There's different values on money. You know, uh, definitely way more expensive to live in the five boroughs of New York City, where I'm from, as opposed to upstate New York. So doctors, you think, would charge a little bit less up here than they would down there, right? Because they're paying less rent up here. Some guys work out of their homes up here. I mean, a lot of, a lot of you know, it's, there's so many different varieties of factors. How do you know... How to do the right thing um, as far as um, health care. Hold on, folks. I'm a little distracted. I'm on the New York State Thruway. I'm going southbound. I see a trooper here, and I'm, uh, there's a flatbed. No, yeah. So there was an accident. I see skid marks here, and oh, a car. Oh, hit the guardrail. Scut, skidded out, and uh, the airbag's deployed. And now up front is another trooper, and he's got a FedEx uh, tractor trailer. Uh, up front here, so maybe there was a, a collision of some sort. Anyway, I, I just this is what happens. I'm I'm live, and uh, I'm going down the throughway, and I, I I need to see. I I didn't rubberneck badly. I didn't slow down and stop and gawk. I didn't take pictures. Maybe some of you would appreciated that. It doesn't matter. I just this is how I roll. So you know how do you how do you stand there at the podium on the debate and then. Sp- I, you know, I'm not going to say spew because spew means I'm biased against Democrats. How do you say these things when you don't really know what you're talking about? You don't really know the answer because it's nothing's ever worked. But you know what would work? People being responsible. People being accountable. 
When is there going to be a candidate that says that? When is there going to be a candidate that says this? Ladies and gentlemen of the United States, let me give you this information. In 2018, or however years you want to put it out there, this amount of poisonous food was sold. That's right. We're calling it poisonous food. Food's high in sugar. Food's high in whatever. This amount of food was sold. McDonald's sold this. Burger King sold that. Wendy's sold this. Americans increased their obesity by this percent. Americans gained this much weight. This is how much was spent in the hospitals, blah, blah, blah. All these numbers. Until, am I shouting again? I, I don't know. What happens to me? I start shouting. Until Americans stop spending these millions and millions and millions of dollars on this poisonous food and stop going to all these fast food restaurants or at least reducing not to mention we're still selling cigarettes hello America (laughs) you're killing yourself that's what I want this candidate to say that's the guy I'll vote for and if he's a Democrat I'll vote for him if he's a Republican I'll vote for him I don't even know if Trump has even said that. I don't know if Bernie has said that. By the way, what's with Bernie with the yelling? He's constantly like me, yelling, yelling, yelling. He puts his hands up there and goes, let me tell you, blah, 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 the, the big business, big medicine. Blah, blah. Wow. I mean, I, that's getting old. I don't think Bernie is going to do it. I don't think Biden's going to do it. I liked one of the women. She seemed to be a, good, a clear speaker. I'm just saying, I like somebody who speaks clearly and doesn't yell. Anyway, not like me, who doesn't speak clearly and yells. I wouldn't vote for myself. That's what I'm trying to say. So, what do you think about that, folks? I'd like to hear from you, of course. I've been imploring you and trying to engage you in conversation. What would you? What do you want to hear a candidate say? I don't want to hear about first party, second party, third party, billing. and I, I don't want to hear all that crap. I want to know, do you agree? If everybody in the United States, I'm not saying you got to go gluten free. I'm not saying you're going to become a vegetarian. I'm not saying you have to go see a naturopath like I did or a nutritionist. I'm not saying that you have to go to church. I'm not saying that you got to do squats. I'm not saying you got to go to CrossFit. You got to go to Planet Fitness. I'm not saying you have to live in your fit or your or your Dodge Caravan. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying live the way you've been living. Try to live a little bit better, 0.001 every day. That would be my policy. It would be the 0.001 policy. And try to eat a little bit better today than you did yesterday. Reduce the poison that you're putting into your body. Reduce all that all that sugar. Try to lose some weight. Lower your blood pressure. Get yourself off of conventional medicine. Try to reduce the amount of times you visit the doctor. Stop smoking. Oh, stop overeating. Stop with all that. Stop the insanity. Remember Susan Powder years ago? Stop the insanity. So what do you think about that? Do you agree if we all just started taking care of ourselves? There'd be nothing for these guys to talk about. They'd be like, well, America is just getting healthy on its own. Just people taking responsibility. And uh, obesity rates are down. 
people are living longer, which, by the way, would present another problem, which is a show I would love to do. And I talked about that back in the, uh, in the, uh, when I was in the 90s, you know, uh, before I did show 100, that I wanted to do Dave Saves the World at episode 100 and talk about the yin and yang of solutions that are created, I mean, problems that are created and solutions that are solved and the problems that are created by the solutions that are solved. You know, that's the solution that's solved. But you know what I'm saying? Open a door, close another, close a door, open another, all that stuff. So, tweet me at Done With Dave. Tweet me at Done With Dave. Email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. And or just leave a comment here in the Spreaker comment boxes. and Let me know what you think. I think the power, the energy, the power of the energy of millions and millions of Americans, if everybody today picked up one piece of garbage off the floor, if everybody today... You know, just volunteered uh, a half an hour to an hour to some sort of organization. If everybody just, if everybody in this United States just sent Dave a dime, I, w- I would be doing pretty well by the end of the week. I'd have a lot of $10, $1 rolls of dimes in my house. Br- bring that to the East New York Savings Bank and, or Coinstar. That's what I'd be doing. I wouldn't go to Coinstar. I'd lose money. So, you understand what I'm saying? Nobody's going to say that, and that really bothers me, because you sit there, and they're all lying. To me, not because they're Democrat, I would feel the, I feel the same way when Republicans speak. They're lying, that you don't really know the answer. You're saying things you think you want your constituents to hear, but I don't think the constituents really do want to hear that. I don't care if you are a Democrat, and I think that is why Donald Trump got elected, because he was talking in a way that wasn't political speak and that's all I heard the other day at the first uh, of the debates I didn't like it not because they were Democrats because nobody really gave a good answer when they talked about health care nobody said well you know it would be nice if Americans would start being accountable for their actions take responsibility for the food that they put into the body and the food that they don't put into the body stop putting poison in your mouth Anyway, that's how I feel. And until somebody speaks up and says that, I'm not voting for any of them. All right. That's just one of many issues. But it was a painful thing to watch. People stuttering and stammering and trying to say something. Gutless. I thought it was a gutless performance by every candidate. Anyway, let's uh, let's go back in time. Let me see if I can do this without screwing up the show. Let's go back to... Uh, Hello, yes. Dave. Oh, this Harry. is Harry. I know. I know you Perhaps are. it is time for you humans to have a drink break. Oh, well, definitely me. I can't speak for the humans. I'll take a drink break. Drink break, Harry. Here we go. That's got it. Uh, yes. Any bakeries we could stop by on the way? Uh, that's not going to happen. I'm on my way home, but thank you, Harry. That's got it. That's got it. All right, let me see. I'm going to hit this button. Oh, I get so nervous. 19 minutes into the show. Am I going to screw this up? I don't want to screw this up, please. Please. Uh, where is it? There it is. There's my baby. Come on, come to Papa. All right, episode 136. I titled it A Show About a Show. Let's see what the show notes say. In this episode number 136 of Dumbing It Down with Dave, Dave contemplates about various things, most of which include reading and responding to comments on one of his latest podcast episodes. Along the way, he heads off on a tangent about prioritizing 
New York State threw away law incentives as opposed to penalties. A topic fit for the fastest podcast on earth. I don't think I wrote that. I think Pauline wrote that. Pauline from the Philippines. Pauline from the Philippines. I think she wrote that. That's my virtual assistant. But she's not a virtual assistant. That's a VA. She's an RA. She's a real assistant. That's what I'm going to start calling her. She's my RA. I'm going to call Imogen, Emojin, Emojin Cook from Freedom Geeks. And I'm going to start saying, hey, I'm starting to refer to Pauline as an RA. She's a real assistant. Virtual is before I hire her. She's virtual. She could be virtually anybody. But now she's real. She wrote that. I couldn't have written that. I like that at the end. Good job, Pauline. A topic fit for the fastest podcast on earth. Very creative. Creative and organized. I like that. All right. I like giving people credit for helping me out. So the first commenter, got to make sure we don't go over on our time, is Linda Irwin. I always read your show notes. I made a comment about people not reading the show notes and the fact that Pauline was up dating and upgrading and uh, you know uh, making uh, you'll see there's links to Instagram the, the, the show notes have definitely been improved massively um, Fiddy exclamation point Linda says with a sad face emoji with a tear I believe inanimate objects have pieces of ourselves yes I do and I, I'm telling you I feel sad when I think about it uh, I've had animals die and I feel sad about them but I, I do feel sad about Fiddy. I, I really felt like I let it down. All right. Next comment. And I apologize to all of you. I'm, I'm sorry I killed my car. Um, LMAO. Laugh my off. Disco dance pullover. I was referring. She's referring to the lights that I complained about or I made mention of. I didn't complain. Made mention of on the top of the trooper vehicles. Those lights are insane. Insane. Thank you, Linda. And then Pat Mason wrote, Patrick Mason wrote, The Fitty is Fitty no more. She's right. He's right. The Fitty's not. And then I love this. I, I don't know if I... Uh, anyway, I love this. Patrick Mason said, Right, comma, right, comma, right, comma, right. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Patrick Mason, you are right. I was right in all of those. Because he's a truck driver and he knows I'm right incentivize people to drive safer. Don't penalize them. How's that working out for everybody? Incentivize. All right. It'll be a much happier throughway. I would love to pay $100 a year more, maybe $200 a year more, if I can go another 10, 20 miles an hour without worrying about getting a ticket. And make the guys, make the, somebody go to school, a special driving school, Richard Petty driving school. Andy Hillenberg Driving School. I don't know. And then uh, Patrick wrote, uh, Dave's Autobahn. Yeah, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Thanks, Pat. That's right. All right. Uh, I'm pretty sure we have some more time. Episode 137. I can't speak to the age I am emotionally. The show notes say, in episode 137 of Dumbing It Down with Dave, Dave discusses his concerns, dreams, and hopes on his upcoming retirement. Although exhaustion frequently prevents him from finding time to explore new things, he conditions himself to continue on self-improving and opening up to new possibilities, one trait and one goal at a time. I definitely didn't write that. That's definitely a Pauline a Pauline uh, uh, writing. And good job, Pauline. That is true. Very accurate. 
That's what I, uh, I, I agree 100%. Four comments on that show. Only four. Where are you guys? I'm big on Spotify. Apparently, half my audience is now on Spotify. No, I'm sorry. I've doubled my audience because my speaker numbers haven't changed. But yet, now I have the same amount of people listening to me on Spotify. Is there, Do I have a Spotify app? I think I have a Spotify app. Are you commenting at Spotify? That's fine. I'll, I'll go over to Spotify. I'll check it out. I, maybe you're over there. All right. I don't know. All right. First comment was other than me writing. Uh, oh, wow. I really wrote something long here. Let me read what I wrote. Thank you all for listening. Extra thanks to those who take the time to engage with comments and share this episode um, and this show. Yes. On social media. I appreciate all support. It really helps. For those of you who listen only, I'm thrilled that you listen and enjoy the show. I hope one day and one day soon you'll find a way to get engaged and start sharing this show to the outside world so others can enjoy it like you do. Let's not keep this show as a secret. Reveal the truth. Don't be a depleter. Be a completer. Thanks for being a dum-dum. I am happy to have you in the dum-dum world. Hey, that was a nice thing I wrote. All right. I'm getting a little nervous here. We're getting over time. Uh, Linda writes, I am a graduate of the University of Hard Knocks. Linda writes, these CGI animated movies always get me in tears, too. I was talking about being emotional. Um, Patrick Mason writes, Dave, you were trying to explain things that happen every day in people's lives. And the word that best describes that is life. Also, I believe as we get older, we become more sensitive to our surroundings. Yep, I think that's true, Pat. Patrick, thank you so much. Ooh, look at that. 25 minutes and 50 seconds. Can we do... We can do one more show, right? Let's do one more show. As I look over to my producer who doesn't exist. Let me see. I hope I didn't screw it up. I hope I didn't screw it up. Don't do that button, Dave. Do this button. All right. This will be episode 138. Let's read the show notes. In episode number 138 of Dumbing It Down with Dave, Dave recalls instances in his life wherein he experienced great excitement and joy and wonders when was the last time he felt such emotions to a huge extent. Come along as he takes a trip down memory lane to find out how he can learn from those moments as he explores the possibilities of retirement. An ongoing theme in the show, my upcoming retirement in the next two to four, possibly six years. Um, Who was the first one to comment? Would have been Linda... Linda, first on the scene. No? Was it Alex? Wow. What did I write? This is great. I'm so excited that you're here and listening. I wrote H-E-A-R. That wasn't right. Thanks. Please feel free to politely comment uh, and criticize me. Tweet me at these addresses, blah, blah, blah. Alex wrote, Alex Exum, who you heard at the top of the show, who does the intro, alexexum.com. And live talk on Tuesdays at 10 o'clock. He wrote, one of your better shows. Always great stuff when you share personal stories from the heart. One of my better shows. I didn't even know Alex listens to my show anymore. All right, Linda wrote, my recent trip to Seattle and cruise trip to Alaska was my last excitement heading up to mid-May. I'm getting nervous now. Linda Irwin writes, 
First hubby, we were rock musicians and comedians and got together through that. Skip the second hubby. That was totally nuts. Current hubby, I worked with at our day job, and I was in the process of divorcing the second one. All of them were exciting at the beginning, then things settle into what they really are, which is why the first one was only 11 to one half year, 11 and a half years. Second one was four years, and this one, 25 years and counting so far. Great job. Congratulations, Linda, on this 25-year uh, deal. Linda says, I can make another drink break. Oh, yeah, because I said the other one wasn't loud enough. And I, she says, Dave, I believe you have the potential for great success. Linda writes, I am retired but not successful. But for me, that is okay. I'm happy, and that is what counts. Patrick Mason wrote, miss you, bro. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mason also wrote, I don't know. I know nothing about radio, but... What I do know is that you are talented and very good at this podcast. Podcast. Patrick Mason also writes, I get excited when a new show is ready to be listed to. Patrick Mason writes, go bowling again for the first time. Patrick Mason also writes, turn the jazz on, bottle of wine, and lock the door behind you. In parenthesis, the sex head show. He really likes that sex head show. All right. Uh, and I do have one thing to add if I have time. Please let me have time. 28 minutes and 49 seconds. I have time. All right. So that was an episode that I talked about feeling joy. And I talked about I haven't felt joy in a long time, like real joy. And then it did occur to me the other day that I did have a moment of joy, not last year, but the year before. I know you're thinking, really, Dave? We have one moment of joy in two or three years? Yeah, well, not including sex and all that other stuff. I'm saying, like, where you're just sitting there going, oh, I'm, I'm kind of uh, happy. It was the first time I went to Englishtown, New Jersey, to uh, uh, to the drag race track out there in Englishtown, um, and I sat there. It was a Saturday. I came. I went straight from work uh, in Rensselaer, New York. Went straight to the track. I was exhausted, but I made it down there. I was one of the first ones at the track in the early morning, and I sat there and I looked around. It was a beautiful sunny day, and I was like, "Wow." I'm here at Englishtown, New Jersey, and I'm about to watch drag races. I felt such like such an American. I felt really good. I felt such joy. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed that episode 141. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, good rats, Godspeed, and great skills. See you next episode. Bye.